You're listening to A Dash of Everything, where we talk all things Winston-Salem Dash baseball. Now your hosts, Luke Hallett and Amanda Weaver. Welcome you back to A Dash of Everything podcast. For the first time this season, Luke Hallett and Amanda Weaver joined by our first player guest, E.P. Reese. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Now, from the area of Lincolnton, North Carolina, general vicinity, Winston-Salem State, what's it like just coming back to Truist Stadium, Winston-Salem area? I know we talked a little bit before, and you got texts from people you've never seen or <laughs> haven't heard from in a long time. What's yeah. it like? Uh, it's amazing. It's a dream come true, honestly. I mean, growing up here, coming to the games when I was a little kid, uh, just seeing the atmosphere and the people out, and now I get to play in front of my favorite people, family and friends, and the whole atmosphere is just ecstatic, really. So you're here when you were a kid. So you were here when it was the Warthogs. Yeah. So that was kind of fun for you last night to get to play as a hog. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we got to win. And so. then we got to win. Yeah, yeah. And going back to that game you played a couple games back, the first hit and first RBI in a dash uniform, I mean, that was a heck of a bat, and it was a crucial one in the bottom of the ninth to keep the game and momentum rolling. What was kind of going through your head for all that? Uh, really going through my head was fastball. I've got to be on time, hit it hard somewhere. Um just really put the ball in play, hard contact, and then that'll usually just get the job done. I mean, this game is so hard as it is. Um, being up there, you can't really think much. You just have to zone in on one thing. And in that situation, um, I had a rough day, kind of. Started out uh, that bat before that, I got hit, so that was fun. But um, altogether, it was a pretty good moment for me. Hopefully, more to come, though. Definitely. Never feels good to wear it, does it? <laughs> no, oh it doesn't. I can't it doesn't. Imagine. Especially 95 plus. Yeah. It kind of hurts sure a little that bit. Stinks, yeah. right? Yeah. Just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, your family, mm-hmm. have they been able to come and watch you? Yeah, they were actually here for the first game. Uh, they leave Sunday, so they're here the whole week. Um, uh, I was making a joke with my dad. I was like, yeah, because they retired in Florida. They live in Florida right now. And I was like, yeah, you're going to want to move down here in a little bit or back up here. And he was like, yeah, um, I already got um, my flight scheduled, blah, 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 yeah. for, for next week and this <laughs> and that. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. It was a pleasure having them, though. I, I love my family so much. That's good. I'm excited that they got to be here. That's I know. you got to have the family in the seats. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like that hometown feeling. It makes yeah. it even more hometown when yeah. they get to sit and watch. Um, so your parents, were anybody else, like your grandparents? Yeah, uh, grandparents are still here. Uh, so they've made their trips up here as well. Uh, aunt, uncles, everybody's basically been here um, almost every single game. That's so fun. Yeah, so. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I always have somebody to look, look up to in the, in the crowd and everything. So I just know there's people who've seen me grow up, and it's just amazing how they could just finally see all the hard work pay off yeah, now. So for sure. So how much notice did you have going into the debut that you played? Because it felt like, I know you were signed to a contract back in May, and then they just activated you, but you were playing on that first game that you were activated. Was it a bit of a whirlwind for you, just kind of moving, and all of a sudden you're in the lineup <laughs> and taking live at-bats again? Yeah, yeah. It seems like uh, just yesterday I was on the flight uh, from Arizona uh, to Winston-Salem, and I was I was pretty shocked when I got uh, to skip uh, basically low A all the way to high A, and then when I got the debut, um, all types of emotions was going on through my body just uh, nervousness excitement um just everything you could possibly think of in just in one moment so i was i was really uh soaking up everything that this game had to offer yeah definitely and what's kind of your approach at the plate so far i know you've only played a couple of games here in winston-salem what's kind of the approach you look to bring 
I know that you know you made contact on that hit, came through with the RBI. Are you looking for particular things? What's kind of your your mentality at the plate? Uh, well, I don't want to give up too much. Well, that's true. Just that's true. Case. Not the just trade <laughs> secrets. Come on, come on. I know, you can't I know. Be asking all those kinds of things. <laughs> just in case. Uh, they might but listen. That's right. It, it really just depends on um, on what's going on in the game at at the particular time. Really, uh, we're big on. Um, playing baseball, how it's supposed to be played here, uh, runners on base, try to get them in, um, don't be selfish, be a team-oriented team, really. Um, so when runners are on base, try to get them in any way possible, advance, and we talk about passing the baton a lot. Um, so you pass the baton to the next guy behind you, this and that. But honestly, um, just in our grand scheme of things, whenever you're at the play, just do damage uh, however you may do damage uh, for me. Um, I've got a little bit of speed. I could bunt the ball. I could. Uh, I got a little pop though too. Just a little bit. <laughs> That's right. So I saw you hit one out yeah. in DP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, if if they give it to me, I'm just I'm just gonna smack it though. Yeah, without a doubt. And now coming back to Winston Salem, you've had a lot of ties to North Carolina. Obviously, growing up, growing up in the area, started at NC State, found your way to Winston Salem State. What's it like having? grown up in this area and now being able to play for this team. I know a lot of people are really excited to see you here. A lot of fans are really stoked that I guess a player that grew up in their neck of the woods is playing for the team that they root for the most. What's kind of that feeling like? Um, it's a surreal experience, honestly. I'm just trying to make everybody proud. Um, everybody who's looked after me, um, helped me out along the, my journey here because um, I'm, like you said, from North Carolina so I've got a lot of people chime in here and there just showing their support for me. I just want to make everybody proud and do my best to um, really exceed uh, in this organization. So, Definitely. No, I mean, it's super cool. And, I mean, I know that we've gotten a lot of fans saying, hey, this is super cool that, you know, we've got Reese here. They remember all the days in high school and all some of the, the local schools and stuff like that. So I know it's very cool. And I assume you've had a good time just meshing with guys in the clubhouse, some some players or guys you've gotten to know so far? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've gotten to know a lot of players so far. Uh, I haven't gotten to know everybody's name yet. Of but, course. But that's that, expected. That'll, that'll come. That'll come. But uh, You don't read the roster before every game <laughs> and try to memorize everyone? We can start bringing you down <laughs> one with the stat packs if you'd like. All in due time. All in due time. <laughs> but, I mean, everybody, everybody's just family. Uh, as soon as I got here, everybody was really just welcomed me in just like family and cheered me on along the way. So, awesome. love it. Definitely. And then when it comes to not as much on the field, but when it comes to off the field type of stuff, let's let's flash back to 2020 for a little bit. Okay. You were drafted originally by the Astros. You come to 2020. COVID wipes the whole season out. How were you kind of trying to improve your game and still work on your game in a season where there was no season at all? Um, I really spent my off season lifting, um, getting some more power in my bat. Um, just mainly just trying to hit the ball as hard as I can almost every single time I get up to the plate. Uh, doesn't matter what they throw me. Um, I know exit velocity is a huge thing in baseball right now, and the White Sox are huge on that as well. So I'm just working on trying to hit the ball hard every single time I come up, and good things happen when you swing hard. Mm -hmm. So that's my main goal right now and what I've been working on in the offseason. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> And then what was the kind of the negotiations with the White Sox like? I know, obviously, they came to you and were like, hey, you know, we're interested in signing you, and it worked out. But what was kind of that process like? Um, well, I, that uh, COVID whole year, um, uh -huh. I spent playing indie ball in this, like, little bubble for Florence, y'all. So we played about four teams mm -hmm. um, in that bubble the whole year. So um, that that really propelled my game, and I had a lot of highlights and things like that. So uh, different people and organizations were interested in watching I guess everything unfold because um in that little bubble 
I was up in um, Kentucky, so we were like 20 minutes away from Cincinnati. So the Reds, okay. everybody was really just watching the bubble because not a lot of people were playing that year. So um, I was very fortunate to be able to get on the field and show what I had to, had to offer. Kind of a nice thing that not a lot of people were playing. Some yeah. extra eyes. Yeah. They weren't trying to manage, what, 40 minor league teams. And exactly. they could kind of look at people they don't always get a chance to see. Mm-hmm. So kind of a kind of a perk. Yeah, it was a blessing, definitely. And you spent the 2019 in the Astros system. What were some of the things you picked up in your first taste of minor league ball? Uh, I would definitely say velocity is, uh, is a big one. A big one, from, yeah. Uh, I mean, I played D1 baseball, and uh, and the year I got dropped, it was D2. Um, see, the main difference is uh, the velocity. Um, in D2, you have a lot of people throwing a lot of off-speed. They could hit their spots really well. And then when I got up um, playing pro ball, um, pitchers throwing 95-plus every single night, you just – kind of get accustomed to it uh, being there early for the games um, analytics is a huge thing see how hard you get the ball how far you get hit the ball how fast you can throw just everything kind of ties into each other and um, and it just makes you a better player just overall doesn't matter what organization you go to everybody's basically kind of doing the same thing of trying to get their players developed into the next level as quickly as possible so and then going back to that covid time during a little bit you said you packed on a little bit muscle you know trying to to tweak your game a little bit was there any film watching stuff like that where you tried to adjust things in that sense or what was kind of the aside from putting on strength one of the big improvements you made because i mean watching you out there very swift in the outfield you've made some good plays um made some good contact so far what's kind of the the biggest adjustment i guess other than just you know lifting weights going out Mm, my mentality uh definitely plays a big role into it um I think uh, my 2019 season, I was more about, okay, being satisfied of making contact and good things will happen. Well, at that level, I mean, you can see it at this level too. Everybody's a great player, um, especially in the infield. You hit a ground ball, most likely it's, it's not going to get through. Um, they're shifting. They're playing the right spots. My, my first day I got here, it seemed like they know my swing all my entire life. They're playing up the <laughs> middle, and I'm like, okay, I can't get – can't How they already got the spray charts for that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't get the break. And uh, uh, my mentality has been a, a big thing in the mental side of baseball, just um, knowing that you're going to fail in the sport, but as long as you give it your all and put in countless hours and watch film, watch the other team, pick up different habits of pitchers, and just give it your all, you'll find success in some way or another. So. Wrapping your head around the idea that baseball is a game of failure, yeah, and yeah. and being okay with it, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. not letting it get to you, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. And it's tough. I mean, that's a hard thing to do. And I mean, you mentioned it, and all these players on the field right now can attest to that. Yeah, it's a hard thing to try and bounce back from failure, and everybody fails at one time or another. What's kind of your thing with failure? I mean, you go over three at the plate one day, mm-hmm. and you say, okay, how do I bounce back from this? It just depends. Uh, if I go over three with. Uh, Couple sack flies, extra low, ninety-five plus. Uh, in a lot of people's eyes, that's failure. In my eyes, I'm in the right direction, definitely. Um, so it just depends what type of failure it is. As long as I can gain from something I did wrong, and am I not seeing the ball well? Uh, how could I go back and, you know, just grasp my last at bat better? I, I feel like I gained something. Um, but then again, the other side of that is okay those over games you just got to wash you got got to flush if if there's nothing to gain on it you know what i mean mm-hmm. so so it's it's really a give and take uh daily thing at the plate really so so we talked a lot about the baseball side of things you having spent a lot of time in winston-salem amanda and i in a similar boat not quite as long 
What are some of the go-to places to eat? What are you thinking if you're gonna go? Okay, I'm going for a big meal here. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm not the right person to ask. For <laughs> no. I'm a big cookout guy. Oh, okay. Oh, cookout that's that's guy. a good answer. Uh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. A classic. Yeah. What's the go-to? What's the go-to tray? Oof. If you're doing a tray. We're getting you're chicken quesadilla, that's Cajun what I fries, ooh, and some type of milkshake. Doesn't matter. Vanilla, oh yeah. Chocolate. Some type of milkshake. You had that peanut butter Oreo milkshake? They just recently added it. Probably not since you're in season. I don't know. but <laughs> I say uh, Dario's is a pretty good spot, though, too. I love Dario's. Yeah, yeah very good spot. Um, their French fries, the seasoning on it, yeah. it's different. Yeah, it does. It's fantastic. Have you been yet? I've been once or twice. It's I didn't have the fries. I think I had the rings or something like that. They, but I had a really good burger there. Oh, my gosh. They have good hot dogs, too. Yeah. Speaking of hot dogs, hot take. It's a hot dog, a sandwich. Thank you. It's a hot dog. Thank you. I'm glad we're in agreement here. I, we are in unanimous agreement. Yep, we are. <laughs> um, I said a hot take the other day, and I they might cancel us for this, so hold on to your socks. Um, I I like the golden Oreos better than the original. Ooh, yeah. hot yeah, take. I know. Is. I think I might just be weird, and that's totally fine, um, but I really love them. I just had to throw that out there. I, we were on the topic of hot takes. No, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> One weird thing is about me is uh, speaking of Oreos, I loved putting Oreos in my uh, cereal growing up. Really? And still right now, yeah. Frosted Flakes, get some Oreos. Ooh. Frosted Flakes. Oof. I've done sugar with the Frosted Flakes. Like you dab, you put a little bit of that on top, yeah. but I've never done the the, the Oreos oh, in there. Yeah. You got to go next level. That is a next level move. Oh, yeah. I think that maybe I was a health nut growing up as a kid because I was like, I put bananas in my Frosted oh, Flakes. Oh, see, you're doing it all wrong. Yeah, that's rookie stuff right there. Yeah, really. Come on. I mean. You only live once. I know. <laughs> well, I just didn't know that Oreos were an option, I guess. I, my mom probably just didn't leave them out yeah. for me to get them. Got to dream big. Well, clearly. I'm going to make a whole new uh, um, menu for myself. Um, okay, while we're on the topic of food, favorite late night snack? Favorite late night snack. Oof. If I'm not driving, or if I am driving, cookout, obviously. Obviously. If I am staying at home, oof, chips ahoy, <laughs> something something with chocolate. Good choice. Something with chocolate. doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. Luke? <sighs> you, know, you know, you can go so many different ways. Um, I, I like a good cookie, something like that. Um, a lot of times I'll freeze candy. I got it actually in our, our fridge right over there. We got a little mini freezer. I got some Reese's some Twix in there. Nice, nice. It's victory candy. You gotta stay stocked. You know what we did yesterday after the victory? We had some victory candy. Yes, we That's did. what we do. You're welcome <laughs> anytime to have some. That's Reese's what I do. Peanut butter cups is what we had yesterday. That's right. Nice. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Um, my personal favorite. I've been on a kick recently. Uh, Eggo waffles, and you stick ice cream in the middle, oh, yeah. and you make an ice cream sandwich out of it, and Done it kind of melts as you eat it, so it's like warm. I'm telling you. But I think it's also because I really love ice cream sandwiches. But that one. I've done that. It's a big move. chocolate ice cream in between. Oh. Sounds amazing. I recommend. Definitely. I recommend. 10 out of 10. Have you had the Oreo O's cereal? Oreo O's. I think that, yeah. Like mini Oreos? Yeah, it's like mini mini Oreo. Like the little, yeah, like little chocolate things. It's got like the little white frosting thing on it. Yeah. It's by Post. It's Post cereal. Is yeah. It like, is it old or is it new? Is that something I think it's relatively old. I don't, I don't right know now? if you can just go down to your local Harris Teeter and it has it, but I've, I've seen some that have. <sighs> what were that's, those? that's my recommendation what for the, you. What was that cereal that they were chocolate chip cookies? Uh, cookie, cookie crisp. Cookie crisp. Yeah. I used oh, yeah. to slap <laughs> some cookie crisp. I would 
eat all of it. Uh, my mom couldn't buy it because I would eat the whole bag <laughs> in one sitting. And she'd be like, where did it go? I'm like, mm. It's all gone. Um, Tying this into baseball, you got a pregame meal or anything you like, or a postgame meal? Anything that really gets you going for the game? Mm, a lot of Pedialyte. Um, okay. Keeps me hydrated. Let's see. Uh, I used to be into the Bang energy drinks uh, and Red Bull. Um, not so much anymore. I feel like I get too amped on that. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of bananas, a lot of water. Keep it clean. Um, yeah. I, I don't like to overload uh, a lot. Um, before the game, but definitely after the game, just devour anything in sight. <laughs> uh, but before the game, nah, keep it keep it light, definitely. So, in some of the the stops you've been before, what are some of the best, I guess, post game meals? Because I mean, I've I've spent some stints in summer ball calling games, and I know it kind of really depends where you're going with what you're going to get. What's some of the better ones you've had? Mm, honestly, here here's really good. Yeah. But, uh, Chipotle never can go wrong with that. Kind of gets monotonous after a while. Um, Oof. I don't know. Kind of hard. Long list. Kind of hard. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Long, long, long list. Long list. As long as it has like uh, good nutrients, nothing too fatty, I'm, I'm fine with it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Did you spend time in summer ball as well? Oh, yeah. It was uh, – honestly, summer ball was the best time I had playing – like, ooh. That's a close tie. The best time I had playing baseball ever. Just the connections you make. Yeah. Because, in a sense, summer ball is like okay, it's dreadful because it's <laughs> just like okay, no one's at the games. <laughs> this and so, that. Yeah, it but, really but, depends. Yeah. But it's, it just bonds everybody together because you're meeting people from different areas and areas, and you're all you know kind of going through struggle, you know, together, and it's yeah. just it's it's amazing. So it's 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 amazing. Uh, my other tie would be uh, my senior year of high school. You can't beat that. That was that was amazing. Uh, you guys probably don't know, but we won the state championship. I'm, nice. I'm opening the yearbook back up. It was it was it was something. North Davidson High School, right? Oh yeah, North Davidson High School. There we go. What uh, what leagues were you playing in uh, for summer? For summer ball, yeah. I only played in the CPO league. Okay, so, yeah. So it was, I played for the uh, uh, High Toms in Kernersville. So oh yeah. I stayed at home again. So. Uh, hometown hero. Yeah. Yeah. Times. Just kind of been able to stay around here. Exactly. Times like three. Times I, three. Once, <laughs> once to Salem State, I was here too. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Winston just keeps dragging, finding ways to drag me back here. So yeah, it's great. Not all bad. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I mean, I know everybody likes having you here. It's one of the reasons we wanted to make you the first guest on the podcast nice, nice. as well. How do you feel about that? Your uh, first player on the podcast. Feel honored, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I don't think I don't think anybody could top me, but we'll see. Oh, we'll I, see. We'll, see. Uh, we'll keep we'll keep that on the down low. We won't let them know. We we got a pretty good uh, delineation here. The last episode of this podcast prior to um, this season was 2019. Obviously, I believe the last guest was Andrew Vaughn, who yep. was on with uh, Joe and Connor at the yep. time. So going from one to the next, yeah. we like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's great to have you here, and uh, we're excited to see everything you can do in Winston Salem. And I'm sure you're obviously you're going for what everybody here that plays in the minors is going for a ticket oh, yeah. to the MLB one day. Definitely, definitely. And before you get to the MLB, you're looking to get to Birmingham, obviously, and perhaps to Charlotte. How do you think, you know, through whatever blend of work, results, stuff like that, how do you foresee this all playing out for you? Um, I, I just think uh, I, don't, I don't try to set my, my future way too ahead of me so much. I try to live in the present as like much that. as possible. Um, because uh, I feel like I, I did a lot of that in 2019. I just feel like it just sets you up in, in a 
that like mojo of, of like, okay, I did good this game. I uh, wonder what's going to happen next game. And then oh, I did bad this game. I wonder what's going to happen next game. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm really into staying in the present, um, trying to help the team out or organization out however I can, if that's moving up, if that's staying here, whatever that the case may be. Um, I just try to live in the present as much as possible. Definitely helps with that mentality situation. Definitely. So you're not thinking too far in advance or mm -hmm. living in the past of, mm -hmm. oh, this one, and I can't do that again. And yeah. um, just being able to, to, one, do move forward and, and say those things, but also have goals for yourself for the future, but not to the point where you're like, if I don't make it, I'm going to be devastated. Exactly, exactly. I think that goes for a lot of things in life, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you have a degree from Winston-Salem State, correct? Yes, yes. So let's say the baseball career is done whenever it's over. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's 10 years down the past, you've enjoyed a nice, long, successful career, and now you're saying, hey, you know, what's next for me? What's kind of your, your back burner plan, if you might have one? Uh, I know that's far in the future. Plan and you said, Z, yeah. hopefully, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the very last. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got a lot of just different things um, that I could foresee doing one day. Um I'm on the in the process right now of getting my master's from Florida oh, cool. in uh, mass communications. So uh, I think part time or just split half of my career up into maybe co-owning or owning a baseball facility in Florida because um, I, I work at a place called Extra Innings in North uh, Northwest Florida um, with kids of different ages, and uh, I love it there. And so I might mix that up into like maybe mass communications with a, a company or just different it, you just really never know what life honestly wherever the wind takes me really and as long as I'm enjoying my you know uh, profession or whatever I do after baseball I'm just gonna be blessed and just love it yeah. so. what's one thing that you would like anyone who listens to the podcast anybody listening um, to know about you in general mm. doesn't have to be big just anything you know other than Oreos and the Frosted Flakes which I will be trying oh I 100% uh If anybody wants to smoke in spike ball, I'm undefeated. <laughs> I, I am undefeated. Uh, if, if anybody wants that smoke, I'm, I'm always available. Oh, um, I, I have not played much spike ball, but it was I big. haven't played spike ball in years. I have it in the truck of my car. Uh, oh. I am a professional, basically. I do not have the little basic set. I have the pro set. <gasps> oh, so there's I, a pro set. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize there was different sets. What's, what's yeah. the difference between the basic um, and the, the pro? The texture of the ball, so you could spin it a little bit more. Um, and then the frame of the uh, of the net is a lot more sturdier. So. Oh, maybe I need the pro set because I, I always toppled it over. So. <laughs> Off day, we can run it. Listen, <laughs> the last time I played, I was at the beach. Mm-hmm. That's where and I live so at right you, now in Florida. Yeah, so you get, of course, the sand mm -hmm. everywhere. Um, <laughs> then my friends tried to play it on asphalt. Ooh. It was a bad decision for me. That was the last <laughs> time I played spike ball. We played it on asphalt. And I went, I mean, went for it. And when, and when I say went for it, I mean laid out. You probably went saw for it. scars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right here. Aki. Oh, couple and on the elbow. <laughs> Skinned it bad. I was like, oh my. I laid there like this. It was so bad. But saved it. Made it happen. Made the play. And then I said, I think I need to go home. Oh my God. <laughs> had a call right there. I had to say, uh, it's time for me to leave. Thank you. You got to bring it around the clubhouse then. You got to say, hey guys, let's play some spike ball. And they don't know you're just going to go out and you're going to beat them bad. And then you're just like, where, where did this where did this come from? Yeah, yeah. I, I found like the, the key is like you have to ease them into it, act like you're not that good. And <laughs> when, the, when the score gets kind of <laughs> close, you just demolish them. So. It's called a hustle. 
Yeah, exactly. You gotta <laughs> finesse it. You gotta finesse it. Just bring it, put it out in center field, and see what Corey Church does. <laughs> I've seen like when I I spent a summer calling games in the Northwoods League, and like pre-game there would be like a group of guys, and they would put out spike ball, and they would all go and play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a thing. Worst case scenario, Corey says, "What the heck? Pick that up." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I mean that that's awesome. I mean that uh, I mean that's gotta help with some type of agility too, right? Like Definitely. helps a little bit with that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. To the team, yeah. everybody gets into it. It's, it's a great experience. Well, and as a spectator, you you even get into it because you're like, oh, because yeah. it's just so it moves so fast. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get people that are like really good at it, it moves so fast. You're like, oh my gosh, and it. Whew, man, now I'm really excited. I need to play some spike ball. <laughs> Yeah, you guys let me know. Oh, I got it. If he'll set it up and he'll beat us. Uh, I don't know what you play <laughs> to in spike ball, but I assume it'll be whatever you uh, play to to zero yeah. uh, in my case. so <laughs> Zero? You have no confidence, Hallett. I, you know, it's just spike ball's not my game. I have only played basketball and a little soccer in my life, so it's those are the those are the sports for me. Wow. It, it's, it's not going to be spike ball. It's wow. easy. You, you can, get, you can yeah. get into it. I have faith in you. It's, is it kind of like, like is, is this the motion? Just kind of a slapping down? Yeah. Okay, and all right. And then you try to just make sure you get on the trampoline. Mm-hmm. And if it has to bounce up, and then the oh, other right. team gets it, and it's like it's like a combination of volleyball and yeah, no, I've seen it play. It's an intramural sport at IU. They have an intramural team. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they have tournaments all over the. Oh state. yeah, I've seen it on ESPN before. What? Yeah, it Am was I like that out of the loop. It was like Georgia and uh, somebody else was was playing. That's amazing. Yeah. I think they played it indoors though, which sounds like a, a recipe for getting hurt. Well, it sounds like indoor volleyball, which <laughs> I know that's sport. Well, EP, we appreciate you taking the time joining us. Definitely. It's a lot of fun having you on. You know, it's it's great that we can get some players, share a lot of insight into things. We got a great insight into your your mindset, your results on the field, what it's like to be in North Carolina. Thank you so much for joining us. 